Yeah. Get it. Welcome back, everybody. You Episode 22 know. of Pod Freaking Heaven. Yo. <laughs> I'm always trying to figure out what to insert in the gap. In that gap? You know? I don't know. I think you just got to keep pulling more drops. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I got to pull drops. <clears throat> that's, what, that's what I should be doing. It's good. We're back. We got more Austin. We got more Devin. And we got more Eric, of course. We got more Pod. We got more Pod hey, freaking heaven. Pod. Fires can't stop us. <laughs> the fires cannot stop us. Welcome, everybody, to episode 22. You know what time it is. Just me and a couple funny dudes. <laughs> we just got voted. Homie Eric on the ones and twos. That's me. We just got voted the best podcast in the Qualvik family. Can you believe Whoa, it? Oh, dude. That's huge. <laughs> That's just like. What a big step, man. We made feet. it. That was crazy. Next week, we're doing a poll in the Hendrickson family, and we're going to see. Who has the best podcast wow, out of the dude. Henderson family? Well, so I think awesome. I gotta actually like start a pod first. <laughs> <laughs> You're on ours, man. You're on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this podcast <laughs> is in the Henderson family. Yeah. There you I go. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing I got some whiskey today, man, because <clears> I gotta tell you something. I'm fucking fired up. Oh uh, yeah. I was it was weird, man. Like this, like I was driving over here. And just through all the smoke and shit. And I'm like, this is crazy, man. But like somehow, like I'm more, I feel like weirdly comforted like by the smoke because I really, I, I seriously am addicted to chaos, bro. <laughs> and it is fucking up my life. Like I, like, yo, that's why it's good for me to be in such a crazy industry, such as the music <clears throat> industry, because I crave that chaos. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't <know> why. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess just everything I've done since I've been able to work has just been really fucking chaotic. Because I don't know. <laughs> Hold up. Wait. Still doing the thing. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. It's all right. We're back um, online. Were we ever offline? I no, don't we, don't, so. we weren't really offline. It's just yeah. some cares, other man? unrelated People technical are in their cars issues. Listening to this. Yeah. People are in their houses. Dude, this is... Wait, People are going for their morning walk. Reel the tape, right? Is that how they say that? Is that the... the, the uh, I think the tape is on the reel. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, this is happening in real time, is what I'm trying to say. So, anyways. Yeah, dude, this is crazy, man. Um, no, that, that's what I want to say. I, I, I relate to that whole chaos thing, man. Yeah. Like, because th there's that... There's an energy that comes with it, you know? Yeah. You kind of get the adrenaline dump. You get the cortisol that comes with it, <laughs> you know? It's great. Yeah, dude. I was just like, I was listening to like some For Today. Yeah. And like some other music that kind of gave me like the end times. By, oh, and I was also listening to uh, Jay-Z. Yeah. And 
just some old school, not super old school, but like early 2000s, East Coast, New York style hip hop. Like, you know that song, New York State of Mind with Rihanna or with yes. Alicia Keys? Yeah. Is it Alicia Keys or is it Rihanna? I'm not sure. I can't say I'm familiar with it. I think it's Alicia Keys. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. about. Dude, she yeah. just, just boosts that shit, dude. And it makes me cry. I love Alicia Keys, man. Yep. She's New York. really good. It is. Bam! That's what's up. She is fine as hell, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. Um, but yeah, dude, I just keep getting like whatever. Like, So after my little East Coast hip hop nostalgia run, I got into my end time shit and I was just like, I don't know. I felt like I've been going to war every day since the day I was 17. <laughs> and like, that's just what. I crave, man. And today, like driving through the smoke, I was like, fuck yeah. Like nobody's going out and doing what they want to do. And like, I'm getting ahead because like nobody wants to brave the smoke. And like, I'm about to deliver a bunch of food and make a bunch of tips because people are like, I'm already like thinking how to take advantage of everything that's happening in a business mind. And like, I'm posting about it on Twitter and stuff about some of the things I'm doing. And like, I'm just, it, you know, branding yourself on social media and doing a podcast is a great way to get a third person perspective on yourself and you know who you are to the world because who you are between your ears is you know whoever you are when you're meditating or when you're doing what you love <clears throat> but you know you you leave a wake and you kind of have a ripple in 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 the world and I want to make a big fucking ripple I want to make a big splash and so you know yeah. I've just realized that there's lots of things that I need to do to grow myself to be the type of person that, you know, can be on that platform and deserves to be in that light. <laughs> Excuse me. The, the smoke really is fucking killing me, though. Yeah, the smoke is not good for you. I mean, but it like, reminds me of like, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day of like... um Olympic lift, like Olympic level athletes, even just like high level athletes mm. and how they, um, what they have and they have to work out and they have to keep their bodies like at peak performance, but they have moved past the point of, um, it being good, like being healthy for you. Right. It's not healthy to work out as hard as they do. Right. Mm. So, and bringing that back to what you were just saying is you're out there in the smoke and it's killing you, but you're out there and you're, but that's what it takes. Yeah. You know, you have to, you have to move into that elitist mindset of just yeah. like, maybe this isn't so good for me, but this is what it's going to take for me to get to the level that I want to be at. Right. So is it beneficial to, you know, make sure that I stay as healthy as possible to, so that I can grind it out. Yeah. There's that whole issue. There's yeah. that, you know, and that'll allow you to grind harder, but you need to be able to kind of push past that and go a little bit further. And is this healthy for you? Probably yeah. not. Is it going to get you to where you want to get to? Yes. Okay. Then that's yeah. what I got to do. Definitely. You know, cause yeah, I've, I've been all about just staying on my grind, you know, and working intensely working until, I'm sick, you know, working until it's really not healthy for me so that I can achieve extraordinary goals. And, you know, I've stood on that principle for a long time now. And what I've realized is it kind of makes me blind to what's really going on in the world. Cause I was just reading about why Netflix 
stocks are plummeting right now. Are they? Oh, oh. gosh. <laughs> and Why? it has, I can't remember exactly what happened, but it's got something to do with, with sex trafficking, child, child sex trafficking. No. Yeah. There's, there's actually a specific, <laughs> I guess it's like a documentary. Um, oh, oh, that's a Netflix. It's, it's a Netflix original um, called cuties. And it's oh. about a bunch of underage girls in a oh my God. twerking troop. Is is literally what it's referred to as a what troop twerking, twerking is like these little kids twerking. Yeah, and in you know all the this this isn't necessarily oh, one of wow. the worst, but this is on Netflix and it's just like oh, so they're not doing it about the sex trafficking. They're doing it. They're making money off of these little kids. Yeah, yeah. It, there's been a lot of backlash. I think there's a bunch of places where you can't even watch it, but I haven't gotten that far down into the rabbit hole is just some of the photos nice. you see is just like they're in like skimpy cheerleader outfits but they're like 11. When did so that come out? Very That's recent. recent like this last month or something like that. I See think. but what do, what, do you, what do those people have like the people who are upset well, with Netflix? Right there New York Times Netflix accused of sexualizing girls down all the way down to the bottom. Netflix accused right twerking poster drama explained. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's odd. He's People are already still trying to take two sides on something like this. And it's a little bit like, isn't pedophilia illegal and not something that we like to support, but it's, uh, it, I don't know. It's interesting. It's getting politicized again. So now people have to take it one side weird or the other. To say, but like, aren't kids on TikTok doing, doing the same thing? Are they 12 though? I don't know how many of them are. And are to that, that extent, I do 12, not know. Twelve is young. Yeah. yeah, twelve is super young. Most of chicken, most of those little like kids on fucking TikTok that are doing that are like eighteen at least. Yeah, plus yeah. they probably like. But set they're up. fifteen. Like some of them are like. Yeah, still, still legally underage. Yeah. Wow. So that's disgusting. Yeah. Right. And that, but the, my first thought when I read that headline was <laughs> like, oh shit, I need to buy. Netflix stock. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's about to go, it's about to drop about to get in cheaper. value. And I'm just like, you know, the whole reason I'm making music in the first place is so that I can inspire people and make the world a better place. And so sometimes having that mentality of just grinding it out all the time, it's like, it's kind of like the whole world revolves around me in my head sometimes because I want to be a star. And, you know, you look at fucking the megastars in the music industry right now. And it's like, you know, the whole world revolves around them in their world. You know, they got the big ass houses and maids doing all their shit for them and fucking, you know, they're, they're wealthy, they're rich. <laughs> that is interesting that you say that because like, that's what you're doing when you're marketing yourself is, a, you know, you do all of this and you want to you got to sell your value, right? And say, this is what's really good about me. This is why you should hire me to do your shit. This is why you should do this. This is why you should do that. This is what's so great about me. That's what's so great about me, right? And this is why you have to, you should, you should use my services over somebody else's services because here's all the value that I offer, right? And then, and then and, and at the beginning, you can kind of be like, oh, this is weird, yeah. you know? But then you get used to it and then it does start to feel like, the world revolves around you. Yeah. And then once you become famous, then you're like, oh, I guess everything does revolve I guess it around does. me. And that, that's kind of makes sense where all these egos come from. Yeah. Yeah. And it's feedback loop. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, dude. So it's um, it's interesting. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know. I get messages from some people that just really throws 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 me off, but makes me realize that I need to I need to uh, pay attention to what's going on in the world, and um, you know, I always kind of thought that that Saint Wild would do that for me. And, you know, he would be the guy on my team who, who, who like keeps up with what's going on in the world and how we can make music about it to help and stuff. And, you know, that's because that's the main mission that I'm on here um, is to make the world a better place and make music that helps people through dark times. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's not all about me. It's not all about me. I don't think it is. And that's part of the reason that I did this podcast. I started doing this because I want to have artists on here. And we just filmed an episode with Sean Backstrom, Saul, and it's that'll be out. coming out here pretty soon. Next week. Right. Yeah. Next yeah. week. We're in the future right now. Yes. So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. So that's a, that's a huge part of uh, just being a musician and a producer that I didn't really um, anticipate, you know, uh, having to, you know, it's a, it's a journey of growth. It's a journey of self growth, self growth. Cause I'm trying to take on a lot of projects and one of these artists that I'm working with at the studio, I just, uh, actually am, I'm, I'm working on opening an online store for them to sell some t-shirts. Okay. So I went and hired a graphic designer on Twitter and, um, I should figure out what her name is and put it in the description. I think it was Julie. Yeah. Julie Bryan, um, on Twitter. I'll put her handle down there. Uh, I've been using Twitter to network with people. And so when somebody, when that artist came to me and was like, Hey, can you make some t-shirts for me? I was like, you know what? I bet you I can. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I got some people I can work with now. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Hey, we need to make some t-shirts, man. You think so? I'd be you cool. need a pod having t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Once we get our logo figured out, leave yeah. a comment below. Do you guys think you buy a, a, a pod having t-shirt? Yeah. Would you buy it? Maybe even a coffee mug. A coffee mug. Coffee. Pod, mug. I drink out of that. <laughs> I, a I'll, travel mug. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. It'd have to be a travel mug. <laughs> but yeah. So I hired I hired a graphic designer on Twitter, and uh, there's a couple different ways you can open an online store. And I'm kind of uh, debating on how I should do it. <clears throat> I'm trying to put together a few options for my client who's opening the store. And one site that I found that is pretty much the most commonly used store to open, site to open an online store, Shopify. Mm. Have you ever heard of Shopify? Yes. Yes. Shopify. Um, you, can, you can do it. You can open a store, but there's like some limitations um, then there's a, there's a place called Google sites that you can use as like a redirector. You can't like you make a store on Google sites, but you can like make a little website for free mm -hmm. with so, it that has a domain. It's like a landing page. What's that? It's like one page, right? And then you can have multiple pages. Oh, okay. You can make like a cool little website with some links and stuff. Oh, okay. But like Shopify is the one that, that, it seems like that's the way to go. But the problem is, is it, it there's a monthly fee Yes. to keep yeah. the store up. So you have to make sure you're, you're ready to go. 
and you've got some sales lined up, you know, and I know there's tons of people on YouTube and stuff making videos on how to use Shopify to make money and like how to do drop shipping right. on Spotify and stuff or right. Shopify. Spotify, Shopify. <laughs> <laughs> Also so yeah, I'm together. working on that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay out a few options and I'm going to sit down with him on Wednesday and uh, just kind of figure out how nice. to do that. Yeah, that's great. And then eventually I'll probably do that with my own my own merch. Yeah. And maybe for Pod Heaven merch. There you go. Um, yeah, I was I was messing around with stuff like, you know, Squarespace. Squarespace yeah. is another great one. That's a, that's a big one. Um, but then I found these land, these things that are called landing pages, right? You just get a, a link, you know, and it's usually with for like gathering like email lists, right? So if you send out emails over like a weekly thing, right? Uh, so people can subscribe to your thing. Um, so you get a little, you click the link, it's just one page. Yeah. Boom, right there. And then you can fill in your information and then it puts you into the thing and then you can ship them out emails and stuff like that. Cool. Um, but I don't think that would work too well with uh, selling things. Yeah, you know, I'm sure you could use it that way, but um, it's a huge different variable. Yeah, it's more for when like, you're selling something, when you're yeah, selling a product. Yeah, that's more for like newsletters. When you're <clears> actually <throat> selling a product. You want to be able to look and see what you're what you're buying. Yeah, you know, there's through. tons of cheap free ways to have a little online store or landing page or something. Yeah. But like when you're selling something, it's a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So like I'm I'm looking at some sites that are that'll make like one shirt at a time, mm. and but then you have to pay them a fee for each shirt you sell. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I got to find out how many shirts he's planning on selling. Yeah, and you know, see what would what would really be the best option right. for him. So that's good. As if I didn't need. As if I needed to add anything else to my fucking resume. Right. <laughs> Dude, it's funny though. Any other um, titles? On, on a different note, have you ever heard, so like, uh, of the, the term like old man strength? I don't, no, no I don't really know. You've never heard of that? Okay. So it kind of refers, I hear a lot of people who have like worked in, you know, like, like the physical labor for like a long time. So like construction or, you know, um, electricity, plumbing, electricity, plumbing and stuff like that. And these people, especially when you're like, like mixing concrete and like hauling things up and down stairs oh, and yeah. stuff. And, um, you know, I can get into the, and I can deadlift almost 400 pounds, you know, and I can lift a lot of weight. I'm pretty strong, you know, and you get some of these other guys that do this stuff and you jump and get them into the gym and um, they don't, they can't do anything like that, you know? Yeah. But then you go out and you work with them and they just work circles around you. Yeah. <laughs> you ever noticed that? Oh yeah, dude. Like, and, like uh, advanced lighting. Yeah, advanced lighting. Like Dave, like he could just. <laughs> I was going to try not to say their names. But oh, yeah. Dude. yeah. Um, but they could just go, you know? Yeah. Especially, um, yeah, because he, he's been doing it for years you know uh, and and it's only happens like as long as you've been like doing the work for as long as you've been alive right yeah. so you can't just go in and train 
and expect to catch up with these guys. Yeah. Like they're 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 ahead of you. They're going to be able to work circles around you and there's no way that you can catch up, right? And it's because of this people have kind of turned term this old man strength. Yeah. And, okay. Um, I get it now. So like we go in there and like yesterday I was um working with dad. Uh-huh. And he's been He's, I mean, he's been a pastor his entire life, but he's no stranger to like physical labor, right? Oh yeah. Every deck, every arbor, every you know shed, shed, every you know our our uh, retaining wall, you know yeah. that we playground, we, playground, yeah. yeah, that we've that we've ever had. He built he himself. He built that shit. Yeah, and um, so yesterday I'm out working with him in some, this one lady's yard who wants to. It's, it's like not any any bigger than this room, their front yard, hmm. super tiny. And, uh, like what's the point of even having a yard? Yeah. If you got that, so you, you just got to rock down. That's, that's what exactly do. what they're doing. Oh, for real. Okay. So we get, we went in there and we just <laughs> tore up all the sod. Right? Nice. Yeah. Just took out all the grass. And, um, it's great. I got about an hour into it and I'm wrecked. I've just like, my mustache is just saturated with sweat. Uh, I've got the two sweat spots like right underneath my chest. My back is just soaked. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm talking and (laughs) spit. Oh, yeah, bro. (laughs) I just did some yard work with Jenna the other day. Not the other day, but like a month ago or something. And oh, my God, I was sweating dick. Yeah, it's crazy. I was sweating bullets, bro. I was just like, I was just dying out there, man. But I loved it. It was great. But the crazy thing is I looked over at dad and he's working twice as fast as I am and way more efficiently. Yeah. And he's just going, dude, (laughs) it's so crazy. And I'm like, and I started to explain to him about this old man strength. You (laughs) You told him he had old man strength. Yeah, I did. And you know. He's not that old. He's not, but he's got it. You know. Dude, I remember, yeah, doing yard work with dad, man. Like. He's really, he's efficient is, is, is the word for yes. it. He knows how to get all the dirt with the shovel. Like, you know, the most surface area with the fucking pickaxe. Like yeah. he yeah. just, he knows how to do it. It's cool. And I was applying all the different breathing techniques that I had. <laughs> I've been learning, man. Like you I heard, heard like, it's all about the quads, man. <laughs> I heard this. It's all about mobility. <laughs> I'm trying to like keep up, you know. <laughs> But um, I heard for the first time yesterday, like breathing as a movement pattern. Whoa. And it's like, and apparently we've been, I've been breathing wrong (laughs) all my life, you know? Okay. How so? Because I got allergies, you know? So my nose gets all clogged up. And if I breathe through my nose too much, um, then it irritates my nose yes. and then I start sneezing and Same here, dude. it's I'm just a fucking mouth breather for sure. Yeah, It's game over. Yeah. So I have to be totally medicated with steroids and not to mention your nose all the times so you're like, yeah, exactly. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the people on the podcast have to listen to, <laughs> you know, no, the whole dude. time. That's, I'm but, the same way. My nose is fucked up, especially with this smoke and shit. It's crazy. But when you breathe through your mouth, it like changes the structure like in your face and in your chest. And it also changes the way that you breathe. And um, like 
And then, and then on top of that, everybody says to do proper breathing, we have to breathe into our stomach, right? Yeah, you yeah, heard yeah. that? And that's the proper way because, and the idea, I get the idea behind it because we're always just like, core's tight, ribs are down, chest is all tight like this. And we're just, you know, up into our, into our neck and our shoulders. And it doesn't actually get down into our chest and we're not doing any chest breathing. So this idea of like breathing into your belly but, yeah. and doing this belly breathing, but there's no, that doesn't really fix the patterns. That just kind of causes you to deep, to breathe deeper. Yeah. Right? Okay. But the, and then the way that they were saying is, I heard on a podcast yesterday of like breathing as a movement pattern is to breathe through your nose and expand your ribs. Don't breathe into your stomach. Expand your ribs, right? So you go, and you can feel your back inflate. You can feel your chest come up and your ribs expand. And I started doing that yesterday and it felt like my ribs were just like, no, I'm not moving. Yeah. And then after after a little bit, I could feel my ribs start to expand as I was breathing. And I was like, for sure, dude. That is interesting. That's what I learned in choir. My yeah. choir teacher taught me to do yeah. that, to expand your ribs. And she would have us bend over, like stand straight up and then bend at your hips mm. all the way over yeah. and breathe in. And it forces you to breathe that way. Right. And so that you get how it's supposed to feel. Then you stand up straight and you know where those muscles are so you can do it. Yeah. You know, but yeah, when I meditate, I always breathe and I always focus on doing that, opening up, pushing, pushing my ribs out. And like, if I, if I quit meditating and I quit doing that breathing exercise, cause I, I breathe in for three seconds then out for three seconds, then in yeah. for four, out four, in five, out five, all the way up to 10. And by the time I take that 10th breath, bro, I'm like... I can't explain like the feeling I have. Like I'm just high on oxygen. Yeah. Cause your whole body's being oxygenated. You're getting, you're pulling down yourself out of the parasympathetic nervous system. No way. Out of the sympathetic nervous system into your parasympathetic nervous system. So rest. Back into yourself. Back into yourself. Rest and digest. Right. And recovery. um, Instead of like fight or flight. Right. Taking us out of that place. And then that is such a great feeling, dude. Yeah. And all the, the cortisol goes out of your body. The adrenaline goes out and you're calm. You're more in the moment and uh, you can recover that way. Yeah. You know? um, and I've been incorporating this. I want to start incorporating this into my morning walks is that that's when you can do like your breathing and uh, your breathing exercises while you're walking in the yeah. morning. Right now is a terrible time to do it because air quality is so bad. So yeah. it doesn't matter how you're breathing. It self sucks. At least here in, <laughs> here in yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, in Vancouver. But I've been doing the same thing you were doing. In, hold, out, hold. And I've been doing a, uh, a three, three, seven. Okay. Right. So inhale for three seconds, hold for three seconds. Exhale for three seconds yeah. and hold that for seven seconds while you're walking. You know, it's funny. You know who Wim Hof is? Uh, yeah, I've heard his name. He, he was like, <laughs> I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was like, you know, it doesn't matter. He, he's talking about how breathing exercises and stuff. Right. He's like, and Joe Rogan was like, so how many seconds in and out? How, how should you breathe through your nose or your mouth? Did you into nose out through the mouth or is it just mouth breathing? Like, wait. And he's like, 
it doesn't matter. He was like, I say like, he's in his English is kind of broken. He's like, mm. I say like some of these girls do. It doesn't matter which hole, just get it in. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess we're finding is, is false. You want to breathe through your nose. Okay. Because it filters the air. And then you want to breathe into your chest. I don't know, ribs. dude. Some, sometimes when I do my breathing exercise, I breathe in through my nose. Sometimes I just find it better just to... Like sometimes my nose... I do it in the morning too. So sometimes my nose is just completely like right, exactly. right. in the morning because uh-huh. <laughs> of my hay fever. But For sure. And that there is exceptions to the rule. But if, if we're talking like a biological, like how we were made as human beings to breathe... Breathing through your nose is you have all the filtering and stuff in through your nose. Okay, you don't yeah. have any of that in your in your throat and your mouth, right? See, I feel like most of mine's gone anyway, though. Like I don't really have any. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you have hair in your nose? Not really, dude. Really? Most of them are fucking. Yeah. Okay, there's a few. Yeah. So because they, they grow back. <laughs> Eric's right? picking his nose. <laughs> He's like, is it still there? <laughs> uh, you're not on camera, bro. But <laughs> no. But yeah, that's that's how we were, you know, we're supposed to breathe this through okay. our nose, and that's how it filters and all that. Good we stuff. should play a song, huh? We should. What happened? <laughs> this song is called "Open the Gate." I've already played this beat, but it seemed like you go to the Hawthorne Theater and you see all the bands that are coming up there, and like all these artists that come to the studio today, it kind of sounds the same. So it's yeah. easy to come yeah, up with a sample. You don't know how to make a song a tutorial. So yeah. to speak. that's great when you're like working on stuff. You gotta have a workflow. That's a really bad place to let yourself settle into. Yeah. If you're, especially if you're like a songwriter or something like that. So. Open the gates. I like that one, dude. That one's sick. That's pretty tight, huh? I've heard that before. Makes That's me- Eric, man. Those are wise words, man. Yeah. That's some good shit, man. That's what I've been thinking a lot about lately is just uh, um, how I've been, you know, I've been doing a lot of music for a lot of different artists and how, you know, it's time to put out my album, dude. It's time to get my fucking music on the map, dude, because if I keep doing this for another five years at Bempy, you know, it's, it's like you said, it is, it is a dangerous place to settle into as a creative because it does kind of put a damper on not necessarily. I think it fuels your creativity, but depending on who you are, you know, but it also takes away all your time and your creative energy. Right. You yeah. know, right. Cause by the time I'm done fucking talking to three artists on the phone and mixing songs and fucking sending shit back and forth and doing all that tedious music shit, you know, yeah, <laughs> it is, it is like, I'm doing this for somebody else. Like I wish I was doing this on my album right now. Right. But the problem is, is I just, I can't get, I don't, I'm not getting paid for my own music right now. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. Help me out. <laughs> it's funny, man. I feel the same way when I'm like training people. Yeah. Like if I see a couple people during the day and I train them and everything, I start, I get into this mindset of like, oh, I don't need to work out because I just experienced all this all these gains from these other people. Yeah. Like somehow I'm going to absorb their gains and make them my own. <laughs> you know? No, you still got to put the work in. Do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always wonder like when personal trainers have, have time to get their workouts in. It's usually pretty brief. Yeah. But you just do what you can. You can't just like work out with your clients. 
Uh, it takes away from their time for sure. We're talking about music, man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I'm already- trying to relate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've already done one pod today and I've had two drinks now. So yeah. two and a half, three, maybe. <laughs> my podcast bro i can talk about where the book i want <laughs> if you want to listen to something else make your own podcast <laughs> exactly <bro. laughs> uh, no yeah no dude. keep listening to us We're uh, awesome. yeah please. please thank you <laughs> i just i'm trying to provoke some reactions man i think i have been missing out on some youtube comments though i need to be more active on youtube i miss out on youtube i forget about youtube because like we got all the videos up there but like i still need to comment on people's shit right on YouTube, because I've been doing lots of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and shit, but like, yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah, dude. So uh, I did some weddings uh, this last weekend here. Nice. Uh, probably like three weekends ago at this point, but um, huge fight broke out at one of them. Oh, that's right. Why are you telling me this? Yeah, dude. Uh, it was these two. Uh, gigantic families from LA and uh, they're just uh, they're just uh, just uh, just you know a real passionate group of people (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what the fuck happened man all I know is that one guy was like super drunk and he was like apparently he was just giving off bad vibes the whole night and just like really uh, skeptical about you know, some of the people in the other family and stuff. Cause there's two families, right? The bride's right. family and the groom's right, family. Right. And, and now they're all going to be in-laws. And so they're like, you know, and it was big families, bro, big families. And so there's lots of people and it was like an episode out of Jersey shore, dude. <laughs> the guy was like, he, he was like, he just, I just see him like pull this chair out from under somebody. Oh gosh. And just walk off. And just like, he just looks pissed. And I'm talking to the photographer at my table while I'm like spinning tunes, just having a good time drinking a Corona. Like, (laughs) (laughs) might as well. Yeah, dude. (laughs) And like, uh, he just starts yelling, you don't call my mama, bitch. You don't call my mama, bitch. You don't fucking call my mama. And then pretty soon somebody comes up and just fucking pushes him. And it was just downhill from there. Oh my gosh. And it was at somebody's house. Oh, it's like not even at a venue. Like this guy who was in their family was like letting them use their venue, like letting them Dang. use his house as their venue. And he, he, I, I used the word venue several times and he very sternly corrected me and told me this is not a, this is not a fucking venue, bro. This is my house. And I'm like, okay, bro. But right now your house is the venue dog. Like, <laughs> You don't understand, man. Like you uh, opened up your house to have this wedding and now shit goes down. And so this fight's breaking out and yeah, everybody's just, just bugging out, punching each other, pushing each other. And it's like mostly dirt on this property. And so there's dust flying up in the air now and like everybody just falling over. And like, <laughs> I was screaming in the microphone and I was like, everybody stop, knock it off, knock it off. <laughs> and then like, Fucking <laughs> this sweetheart of a lady just comes over and takes the mic from me. And she's just like, in the name of Jesus Christo, please stop. <laughs> Dude, 
something happened at that yeah. point, bro. It was pretty magical. I don't know. It's just <laughs> gotta say, be bro. family, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was something happened at that point because it just like calmed down for a second and other people looked over and I could see it in a couple people's eyes. They realized like, holy shit, this is a wedding. Like we're ruining yeah, we this wedding. Calm down. Holy shit. Uh, and like even the best man was was punching this guy. And like he felt bad and stuff. Everybody was drunk, dude. And it's yeah. like, you know, this show went on after that. Yeah. And, and everybody calmed down after a little bit. And uh but that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen DJ and weddings wow. do. Wow. That was pretty That's intense. intense. Bench is cleared. <laughs> <laughs> like My speakers that. were straight clipping. I was screaming in that mic so loud. Yeah, like, you're trying to get. Shut the fuck, everybody shut the fuck down. You just don't want the cops to have to get involved. The and cops did come. Oh, they did? Yeah, they did. Dude, before the cops came, the limo driver just dipped out. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. He's the one that called nine one one. You just know it, dude. The maybe the photographers and the bartender, they stuck. They stuck around. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. You know, I thought about. I thought about dipping out. I was like, I need to get out of here. Like this is getting dangerous. <laughs> yeah, some guns are gonna come out and bullets are gonna start flying. Yeah, no, but I just realized if I don't get involved, like if I just try to, you know, yeah, just settle things down. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to wait it out, really, man. Yeah. It took him like 20 minutes just to get that yeah. guy off the fucking property that started the whole thing. Oh, did he have to leave? Oh, yeah. They okay. kicked him out. Okay. They kicked him out, and the cops came, and the cops came after he got kicked out. Man. But, yeah. Dude, That's intense. It was crazy. That's really intense. So that happened, and uh, there was this other wedding I DJed same weekend. I did two in a row. I was going to do another one on Thursday, but it got canceled because of fires. Yeah. I think I already announced that last episode. But, uh, oh. yeah, there is this, uh, there's this wedding that was also at somebody's house. And, uh, because most of the venues are just closed, dude. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. You got to, if you want to have something done, you got to do a private venue like that. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody's wearing masks. Yeah, everybody's a little tired of that, I think. Oh, my God. We're never going to come out of this. It's going to be corona forever. Yeah, okay. We're gonna, I'm not going to go that. <laughs> I could go down that route, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but anyways, so I did this other wedding, and uh, the bridesmaids there were just out of control. They were, they were just drunk, just requesting all the songs, you know. And I set up this, the, the, me, and, me and Dave made these, request cards at the studio with a Google voice number on them so that people can text me yeah. their requests and then it has my Venmo oh. QR code on it so they can like scan the QR code and send me a tip. Yeah. And the first wedding I did it at where the fight didn't break out, I just put them on everyone's table before dinner. And I got like one or two requests and like a dollar tip, $2 tip. And then, like, most people were just, like, still coming up to my table and requesting them. But the only people who were really making requests was the bridesmaids. <laughs> yeah. But the next wedding I did, I actually went around to their tables, and I was like, hey, guys, my name's Austin. I'm DJing tonight. If you have any requests, you can text them to this number. There's also a QR code on there if you want to send me a tip. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, gave everybody a brief little speech and went out, went out went around to each table. And I just started getting texts. Just boop, 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 boop. Yeah. I'm just like, hell yeah, man. So I started throwing on these requests. And then pretty soon, $20 tip. 
ten dollar tip, five dollar tip. That's the way to go, dude. Because yeah. nobody wants to like get up out of their seat, leave the group that they're in, walk over to you, yeah. request the song, come back, right. try to get back into the conversation. Yeah, uh-huh. it's much easier. Pick up your phone, text you the request. Yeah. Yeah. But the other, but then that, but so then this other guy came up and gave me 40 bucks cash. There you go. And then, uh, he was like by my table while the guy, while the best man was paying the bill at the end of the night. And I was trying to get him to shut the fuck up. (laughs) The dude that gave me 40 bucks? Yeah. The dude that gave me 40 bucks because he asked me, he was like, who, so, uh, the groom's dad said he was going to tip you. Did he? Did he do that? And the other guy who gave me 40 cash, he was like, I tipped him. It's like, I gave him a tip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shut up, man. Yeah. Don't discourage it. I'm like, no, I haven't. No, I haven't gotten a tip. And I started like making a joke out of it just to like try to get him to have some well, sympathy, but they still didn't tip me. But, but I still made like, really? they, they, so the, the guy who paid the bill didn't even tip me, but okay. I still ended up making like 40 bucks in tips that night because, well, fuck, I made like. You made more than that. Yeah. I can't math. Uh, yeah, you made at least 60, $75, $75, yeah. I think. Yeah. You would have got 175 I bet, if that guy wouldn't have been, whatever. Yeah, no, but I made like 200 bucks in tips that weekend. Yeah, that's total. good. And yeah, the first wedding I did, bridesmaids were out of control, just coming up <laughs> to my table, requesting. But, but the guy who paid the tip that night, he gave me a, a very... I think it was like $113. Nice. That's what he tipped me. So everybody, everybody listen to how much money I'm making. I'm so cool. Austin, you're so rich. Meanwhile, IRS open up. <laughs> SWAT comes busting in. But I met, I'm, I saw a Karen, dude, in the wild. You saw a Karen in the I wild? I met a Karen, dude. Before you get into the story, have you seen the zombie, like the, the Call of Duty zomb- Nazi zombies thing where people f- get footage of Karens? And they put the oh, yeah, they put them to zombie noises. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> that is so funny, dude. Karen is like my favorite meme. I know like, Karens are great. That is so funny because I, I I run into so many of those Karens, especially when I'm DJing. Like, oh no, she because I'm, I'm I'm skipping songs, right? I'm cutting shit short because I've only got like two hours of of hardcore yeah. like dancing. Uh huh. Like people are drunk. It's dark. The lights are on. Like, let's fucking dance. Let's party. I only have like eight to 10 to do that at these yeah. weddings usually. Sometimes they'll pay me for a few more hours and we'll go till fucking midnight, one in the morning. But it's like, you generally get speaking. songs in. Yeah, I'm trying to get yeah. everybody's songs in. I'm trying to get all these songs in. And um, Karen comes up to my table <laughs> and she's like, if there's any song you should have skipped tonight, it's this one. That you shouldn't, that you should have skipped. Oh, should have. It, it, it's this one that you're playing right now. I don't even remember what song oh, I was playing. Oh, okay. it was somebody's request. I was literally, I was literally just playing requests. I like had already gotten through all the bride and groom shit, and I was just taking people's, just doing what I'm told, man. And Karen wants to come up and say some shit like that, and so I'm just like, okay, and I'm kind of drunk too at this point. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like About five kronas in. Dude, <laughs> I had a lot of wine there because there was this guy there playing piano for the ceremony. And before we even got started, like while we're setting up, he comes up with a bottle of rum. And he's just like, you want a shot before? <laughs> Ooh, to get going. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm like, let's go, bro. So I took a shot. And then pretty soon he's like, anything you need, bro, just let me know. And then there's a glass of wine on my table. And I'm just like, cool, man. And he just keeps walking by my table. Is your wine empty yet? 
<laughs> and so, uh, don't dude, it. I love to. I, I, that that's part oh. of what I've just had to like just accept about these DJ gigs is like I'm gonna get drunk and I'm gonna party with these people and I'm gonna like get into it with them. Dude, you, know you have I mean? like the only job that you can get like drunk at. <laughs> We drink at the studio too, man. Yeah. Dave's always got whiskey and shit and stuff there. Like whenever we're there recording, we're always like, have another beer? Sure. (laughs) Go right ahead. It's on the books. It's great. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, dude. It's really fun, man. To go to a private party and meet a group of people that you're never going to see again and play music for them and have a good time, dude. It's yeah. it's stressful as fuck the first seven hundred times, man. But after that, dude, you get into the <laughs> rhythm of it. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's really fun. Yeah, it's really fun. That's great, dude. So after Karen came up and said that, I was like, okay, thanks, Karen. Ooh. And then she you goes, said, "Thanks, Karen." <laughs> Did she not get it? Oops, <laughs> I'm not playing, bro. <laughs> There's a there is a there is a finite amount of drunk sass that I am willing to tolerate, bro. <laughs> and Karen just pushed it over the edge, dude. I, before I before I get drunk and sassy, bro. There's only a finite amount of sass I'm willing to tolerate. So I told Karen, I said, "Okay, thanks, Karen." And she goes back to her daughter, who's a bridesmaid on the dance floor, who's made seventy five percent of the requests that have been made, and she goes. Yeah, because Karen goes, he called me a Karen, he called me. She went and told on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's it's Karen. My mom's not a Karen. (laughs) And I was like, well, the apple doesn't fall too far, does it? (laughs) And thank God. I don't think Karen Jr. heard me say that. I don't think she heard me say that. but I think um, I really wanted her to, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, man. Well, there you go. I got to keep myself in check, dude. Thanks, Karens, for uh, keeping this world interesting. I got to put my album out is what I really got to do. Because then my fucking ego and my self-image doesn't depend on fucking Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It depends on fucking heaven sent, because that's who I am, dude. There you go. <sighs> forty-seven oh. minutes. That's the number for angels. Of course it is, dude. It's of course it's forty-seven minutes. <laughs> uh, don't you love this podcast? I do, man. This song is <laughs> called Money Bags. It's the second EDM song I ever made. Here it is, right? God damn it, Eric. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> I know, bro. I'm playing. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty good for second EDM track 
ever. Dude. It was just like random shit, dude. I'm just like, what can I make with what I got in front of me right now? It's yeah. like the doodle art that you find, you know, where you just make little bits here and there and there. And pretty soon you have this huge canvas of just like random stuff. But like you take a step back and there's this huge like composition and it's almost a texture. Yeah. It's like those, what, the picture Rama thingies where they got a, a bunch of pictures and then <laughs> you like step back. <laughs> I think we're talking about something really similar, but yeah. slightly different. It's a bunch of pictures squished together. And then if you like look it up real close, it doesn't look like anything. But then you take a step back and all of a sudden it's like Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm not even laughing at you, bro. I'm just laughing because this podcast is like, it's the best <laughs> podcast in the Kowalik family. <laughs> oh, this boy. episode is great, man. This is raw <laughs> as fuck, dude. <laughs> we are getting into it. Yeah, dude. And uh, so when you're looking at these pictures, you know, you got to like change your mindset and like, so terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do I think I know what you're talking about, dude. So like, <sighs> have you ever seen that glass? Have you ever seen that picture of like a wine glass, but like the handle on it has all these cool designs yeah. etched into it and it looks like two faces two kissing yeah. or something. Oh, or there's yeah. like the, the negative silhouette or something like yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. Or the one that you look at is you either see an old lady or a young lady. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends on, you know, how you look at it, the way that your mind sees it. There's another one is like a tree that's growing that doesn't have any leaves on it. Yeah. It's like, how many faces do you see? And you look closer right, and you see lot. like all these faces. And the, and the closer you look, the more you see. Yeah. You just got to kind of like, yeah. It's one of those cannot be unseen. Th- yeah, exactly. exactly. What you see is not what you see. Your reality is not your own. I don't know. That is, what's that saying? There's a certain phrase I'm searching for. Everything isn't as it seems. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You just got to change your perspective, you know? Got to change your mindset. You got to open your mind. So, you just, just like you open your mind and see all these different things in paintings, you also got to change your mindset when it goes into, when it goes into, when it goes to, duh, terrible. When it comes to spitting the words out. Spitting words. Words are hard, man. Devin, you're so fucking cool, man. I love <sighs> you so much. Just... Anyways. Thank you for doing this podcast with me. Yeah, you got it. Um, so, so I tried to make that a smooth transition, but it did not work <laughs> at in the slightest. But anyways, <laughs> bear with me here. Um, kind of the, the, the fitness thing that I want to talk about today is mindset. Hey, what do you know? There we go. There it is. We got the fitness sound. We got the flawless transition. And now, so basically, <laughs> what what I'm what I'm talking about is the mindset, and this could be like the most important thing that you can do moving forward in your like your fitness, fitness goals journey. Yes, your fitness journey to the top of the mountain. Whether this be strength, whether this be weight loss, whether this just be pain relief, right? Uh, Because we have this idea of, like with CrossFit, Orange Theory, 
um, and all these like group fitness classes, right? Where orange theory, I know what that is. Yeah, you go in there and there's like there's the treadmills. It's orange. It's orange. All the lights. Orange. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of the newest or what kind of the biggest thing that was kind of popping up. And um, yeah, until the next week. Until Corona hit. That too. Yeah. Now you can't put nearly as many people in the room and Got that it. business model's screwed. Anyways, that's that's another topic for another day. Um, what do you, oh man. Yeah, fuck the coronavirus. <laughs> I screwed everything up. Tired of talking about that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, but basically what you want to do is we've, we've got this mindset of like, we have our life. Okay, let me back up. So let me set the stage a little bit. So let's take weight loss, for example, right? Uh, everybody knows that if you want to lose weight, you have to eat, taking less calories, taking less energy than you expend, right? So you expend more calories that you take in, you're in a calorie deficit, you lose weight, right? And we think of this as, and then so we think about the gym as, okay, I took this many steps, you know, I got up and I walked to this part like every 30 minutes and then I walked for my lunch break and I made, and I burned this many calories in the day. So now I have this many left over. Let me go in the gym and burn those leftovers, get on the treadmill, do whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And we burn those rest of the, the rest of the calories. Right. And at that point we use the gym for a very specific, very, um, narrow kind of view, right? We use it to get rid of the excess calories so we don't gain weight or we lose weight, right? But what happens if you miss a day, right? All of a sudden, okay, now we've, we've, um, we've, uh, we, we were taking in more than we're expending. Mm. So now we're going to gain weight, right? <laughs> Say we went out with the girls, you know, on a Friday night and had a girls night and you had a few drinks and you had a few appetizers, and all of a sudden you took in a thousand more calories than you normally do. Are you going to go in the gym after you're done with hanging out with your friends and try to burn off that extra thousand calories? It's no, fucking girls' you're nights. Not. Yeah, they ruin everything. You got to quit doing that. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's the problem with using the gym as to as to as thinking of like I need to burn off the extra calories that I took in. Right. I need to make sure that I hit my goal. Right. So we yeah, got yeah. all our watches and we're tracking everything. Right. And that's the majority of the reason why so many people never actually achieve their goals. And then even say, say you do achieve your goal. Right. You were able to stay consistent enough and you were able to get to where you wanted to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden we take the gym out of the equation because we don't need it anymore. Right. And now we, and then we slowly gain all that weight back. And slowly comes back and we're this endless cycle, right? So we need to change, and this is how we, how we fix this. We need to change the way that we view the gym and change, and the way that I explain it is change our mindset from rent to ownership, right? Because mm. we always have these subscription things. Like I could pay this much a month, <clears throat> right? To have this certain thing, right? We, but we don't actually, like if you were to buy it, you just, put the lump sum down and now you own it and you have it forever. Right. As opposed to as soon as you let go of that subscription, boof, that, um, that thing's gone. Right. Same thing happens in the gym. How do we take 
get away from this just burning the extra calories at the end of the day mentality by going to our, our group fitness class or going into the gym and walking on the treadmill? And how do we get to the point where our bodies, everything that happens outside of the gym, that's where we burn all of the calories, right? That's where we uh, gain all of the strength. That's where we build all the muscle is outside of the gym, right? We need to kind of get into that mindset. And it's so how, sound, do you, how do you right? How do you gain muscle from sitting at a desk all day? <laughs> so, and that's kind of that's kind of where the um, analogy breaks down a little bit. We still need to go into the gym, but like I said um, last week, we need to stop thinking of the gym as a dial. Right? We turn it up to eleven. We're going to get eleven units worth of gains. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all we need to do is flip that switch on. Go into the gym, flip the switch, and get it to the point where our body is going to adapt. Right? We, um, and that is what's going to make it. So then we can go out of the gym, right? And we can eat, and we can do all the things that we're supposed to to then help us to to fuel our bodies to build muscle to gain strength. Right? Is that making sense? Kind of. Yeah. I think. I- so going with my weight loss analogy, right? So say you take in 1,800 calories a day, right? What if your metabolism was 1,800 calories, right? You don't have to go to the gym. If you miss the day, no big deal. You're not gaining any weight, okay. right? Is that making sense? Yeah, because you your body's capable yeah. of burning that much exactly. in one day. Exactly. So we eat within our means, right? So if we... And we can do this. It's it's not as, as difficult as you might think, right? So you go into the gym, and instead of thinking, I need to burn, 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 think I need to build my metabolism. I need to build my body to burn more calories outside of the gym, right? So we're just like if, you, if you're going to work on your car, right? You bring it to a shop, and you put the turbo into it so that you can go faster outside of the shop. Right. Yeah. Same thing applies here. You go into the gym and you build your metabolism to actually burn more calories okay. outside of the gym. Right. So if you go on vacation, it's not the end of the world. If you you can have the girls' night. Right. It's like building your car. Yeah. So that it like gets better the more you drive it. Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. So it's going to perform. Because who wants who wants to have a car that runs really amazing in the shop? Yeah, nobody, nobody wants to do that, right? We yeah. want it to perform when we're driving to work, or if you're racing, sure. you want it to perform well in the race outside of the shop, right? So your body, you want to you want to look at the gym as the shop. Yes, your body is the car, exactly, and say, what can I do so that when I you know, sit in a chair all day, I'm still burning calories. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably need to get my metabolism in the morning by yep. running or by working out or by doing whatever if I'm going to be, you know, sitting in a chair all day. You don't even day. have to get the metabolism going, right? Because your metabolism, it's not this something that we can, because this is the way that my, one of my professors explained it, which is, which is totally wrong, is if you take a, a thing of orange juice, Right, it's got a lot of sugar in it, 
and sugar is really easy to digest and you just pound that thing of orange juice in the, in the morning and boom, that'll get your, your metabolism going yeah, high because spike. it's easy to just, and I used to tell people this, but that's totally not right. Your metabolism is, is this thing that's constantly fluctuating and you know it's constantly fluctuating, right? So if you go into the gym and say through resistance training and strength training, you build your metabolism up to um, a higher level, like 2,000 calories, right? As long as your lifestyle supports that, it's going to stay at 2,000 no matter what you do, right? And it might spike a little bit, it might dip a little bit, but it's not going to go down from 2,000 calories and then the next day you wake up and it's at 1,000 again. It doesn't fluctuate that much, right? It only fluctuates between like, a, depending on who you are, right? Like 100 calories, like 2,100 to 1,900, right? Kind of fluctuating like that, okay? right? So, and that's, that's what we want to try to accomplish, right? So then we just go to the gym and we maintain that. Right? So now our metabolic rate, right? The amount of energy that we're outputting stays level, right? And it doesn't dip. Consistent. Yes, it stays consistent. Um, and that's what we want to try to do, right? Take away from, I need to burn calories in the gym. And that's the only place that I burn calories. And then build a body that's going to be as inefficient with calories as possible, right? Yeah. Outside of the gym. That way, if you miss a day or you go on vacation or you have, you go to a party and you end up having a little bit more, you have more freedom this way is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And then at that point, it's just, instead of going to the gym to burn, we just maintain. We go to the gym to stimulate the muscles that we have, to keep those muscles. We stimulate the strength response uh, to keep the strength that we have. Yeah. And then you can, and it's it's not like push, 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 push. Yeah. Get stronger, build, go hard, get jacked all of the time. It's just maintain. And that's right? how you build longevity, huh? Yeah. And that's how you avoid this, you're, you're 180, you're 300. You're 180 pounds, you're 300 pounds. You're 180, you're 300 pounds. And we're just fluctuating up and down, up and down, up and down constantly, and nobody can maintain the weight that they have, right? So you're saying your metabolism actually gets faster and slower? Yes. Between, you know, on an average of being capable of handling 1,900 calories to 2,100 calories? Somewhere in there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's constantly fluctuating between that, always. Between what it's able to handle? Uh, no, just from a given day, right? You get up and you walk up the stairs, right? And it, it's, it's not necessarily that simple. But that's just the way the metabolism is. It's constantly fluctuating. So I'm just like, like when, when your metabolism is at 2100, what does that mean? Does it mean your, your metabolism in that moment is capable of burning 2,100 calories? Like, so that, Yeah, that's when it gets a little bit into the weeds. Um, I'm, it's just on general, right? If we were to, because this is what we would do, is we would go for a week and we would say, get on, and we would um, be working out and we'd be eating a certain diet 
and we would step on the scale and we're 180 pounds. And then by the end of the week, with that diet and that exercise program, are we still 180, right? Or are we losing weight? Mm. Are we gaining weight, right? Because that means then we can go, okay, on average, you're eating 2,100 calories a day, right? On average, and we're working out and we're eating this 2,100 calories and our weight's not changing, mm-hmm. right? But then like a couple of weeks of repeating that, you might notice that, oh, wait, now my body isn't handling 2,100 calories. Now I can't, um, now I have to change my diet because I'm gaining weight now. Yeah, depending on what your goal is. Are you trying to like, are we trying to increase that metabolism, right? And if we, okay, we're 180 pounds and after three weeks, we're still 180 pounds. That means our, our maintenance. Yeah, you're just maintaining. It's just maintaining, it's 2,100, right? But if we're trying to get those, that calorie intake up, Right, and we're trying to move that metabolism up to say twenty five hundred. Yeah, then we would we would we would want to then increase the calorie intake ever so slightly. Right, right. So instead of twenty one hundred, we'd be twenty one fifty. Sure. Right, and is that is that scale moving? No, it's not. Okay, great. And then we would bump it up to twelve twenty two hundred, and then twenty three, and then twenty four. And then 25. And if you've done that correctly, the scale won't move. Yeah. Right? And now we're at 2,500. We sustain that for three weeks. The scale hasn't moved at all. Mm. That's when you cut, right? So then now we're at 200 pounds and we start to cut slowly and we go down to 180. And then we see if we can maintain 180 for three weeks and maintain, um, you know, whatever calories we're at right there. Right. Wow. And you can kind of push it and mess with it a little bit. It's really complicated and it's really hard to explain. That is a lot, man, but I'm starting to really understand some shit about fitness. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're blowing my mind with this shit. <laughs> I'm already learning so much at the studio every day, bro. Like, yeah, this so. is mind blowing, dude. It's cool. It's so yeah. Cool. Just switching our mindset from, going and burning more calories, right? We're renting yeah. to making it so that our bodies were, are at the weight that we want to be. Yeah. And we've built a body that can maintain that body weight easily, yeah. right? Because nobody wants to be at their, their calorie maintenance at a thousand, <laughs> but I'm at the weight that I want to be, but I eat a saltine cracker and I gain all this weight, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's unfortunately where most of us are. That's so funny, dude. So... Yeah, there you go. That's what you got to do. That's some really good stuff, man. Yeah, bro. And they buy your product, man. <laughs> you're telling us all this crazy shit. You're using all these big words. Yeah. They have a product we're supposed to buy now. <laughs> yeah, you just go on onto my, find me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Pure Movement Fitness. I'll get your metabolism Move up fitness. to where, where you want it to be. All he wants is for you to go show him some love. <laughs> He's not trying to fucking cram a fucking pill down your throat. He's not trying to... No pills. Well, unless you, you know... No milk. Maybe vitamin D, but... 120 pounds and you got brown skin and nice hair. Oh, well. (laughs) I see what you're doing. Then he might have a pill he could jam down your throat. Okay. (laughs) 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 Gotta get Devin laid. Okay, Austin, what what do we gotta do? Dude, I'm gonna tell you what you gotta do. 
You got to go find us on social media and give us a follow. Do it. And send us your questions. At Pod Heaven Austin Devin is our Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can also tweet us at Pod Heaven AD. If you watch us on YouTube, drop a like and subscribe for more. That's Thanks right. for listening to Pod Heaven. You guys rock. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>